It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. And along with us this morning from the McClure's, it is Paul Bethel Music. The concert is tonight and tomorrow night at Summer Worship Night. You'll see it in Raleigh tomorrow night and in Greenville tonight. More about that at hisradio.com. Paul, dude. So hey, good hey. to see you. Man, good to see you guys. Thanks for having me Now, on. here's one thing you might not know about Paul. He renovates houses. Wow. You did, what? You did the homework. Dude, I mean, and impressive. It's like HGTV quality. Thank you. Yeah, I love doing that. I grew up in North Carolina, actually, so I'm a southern boy. I'm a southerner like y'all. You are a southerner. Say y'all. Yeah, uh, y'all. Okay. He okay. He's here. And the, long, the longer I'm around you guys, the slower I'll start talking. Okay. So, <laughs> so if you would, take a look at some of the pictures behind you and yeah. tell me what's going on look at here. This. Yeah, Man. Yeah, that was my project last year. And that was, I mean, it was a whole year of work. But I, yeah, I mean, you can see this thing was tough. So do you buy like these houses and duplexes uh, to flip them or so you live no, in them? So I'm, like, I'm just do? renting this one out through wow. uh, a site called Furnish Finders. It's to like traveling medical people. <gasps> oh, that's but cool. I, this is the house we live in now. Brought that southern porch to Redding, right. California. Yeah, it's. I love doing that. I love working hard, getting my hands dirty. When did you pick it up? I grew up doing it uh, in North Carolina. My dad was always working on projects. You know, like the house you live in that is never finished. That was my upbringing, always doing projects. And then I did it with my brother-in-law for a long time. And then actually when I moved to Reading, uh, I worked for a guy in Reading flipping houses and then leading worship on the weekends. So that I've is kinda crazy cool. Yeah, I love it. It's time for HGTV, man. Yeah, I, need I mean, I can see a whole I? reality show yeah. thing here, you know? Yeah, oh, I think see so. the good, the bad, the ugly, all the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Did you learn the trade because you're from High Point area? Yeah. Because there's a lot of furniture. Oh, yeah. Beautiful furniture that comes out of that area. Yeah. Is that where you learned it? I did. I think my dad, you know, like I said, my dad was always working on projects. So I picked stuff up. And then my brother-in-law, who's a pastor uh, in Kernersville, North Carolina, uh, I worked with him doing it for years and then um you know we took a risk moving to reading like we we weren't part of anything we were like we just want to be out at bethel church mm. with these people and so we moved out there um but i did construction for three years i would be you know going on bethel music tours and then coming home and renovating and working and listen at my house there's this window <laughs> Get i'm me thinking over there, you're man. in town I, I got you maybe robin liz his morning crew so I, I love Paul because he likes to celebrate his friends who make music. <laughs> Paul, Paul. <laughs> and oh so here's Paul you in his car. You guys did a deep dive. I was not prepared for this. He, he's celebrating <laughs> oh in his God. car a friend of his who I... just came out with a song, and this is what he does. Yeah, evidently you're really into the song. <laughs> I need to have someone go through this Instagram and delete some of this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a real moment for you. Yeah. Is that Amanda Cook's song? Amanda Cook. Yeah. yeah she's the yeah. best. And it really touched you, evidently. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really I, touched real, you. Like really, <laughs> like <laughs> scarily touched you. Mm -hmm. I uh, I also did this whole thing where I w like we would talk lyrics. I've got that somewhere on there too. But I, I, it's just, it's just so fun to to play with each other's songs and celebrate so each other. Yeah. And what do you mean? Yeah. And talk yeah, lyrics. Yeah. What do you mean? You know, 
Why am why did I bring that up? Y'all yeah, are supposed please, to bring thank you. We would just, you know, it, it could have been one of those late night things where you're delirious and you think it's funny, it's actually not, but we mm-hmm. would just find these songs. Uh Josh Baldwin is another Southern boy, and we would talk through these lyrics. Um I'm like blanking on a song I, know, I could right? do it with right now. I know, I'm bringing one up. I'm trying to find one. Yeah. Yeah, but like slow jam you, almost is You reign like? above it all. You reign we would just do every You just song talk it out. It was, yeah. In a and, wild and we accent. thought it was funny. It's probably actually not that funny. Evidently so. Paul has like a great sense of humor. Paul McClure, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Bethel music. Oh, I absolutely. mean for some reason you send friends to drive throughs without a car just to stand there and order. Oh, is my that gosh, is that the you thing? Guys. I mean, oh, these Instagram. Why things. would you not let you That's know him Jacob borrow a Cook. car? This I mean, in, at least this was in Canada somewhere after a worship night where you're starving, and McDonald's was the only thing open, but we didn't have a car. Did they so even we serve? just walked through the McDonald's drive-through. Wait How did minute. it work for you? They were very nervous. Actually, they wouldn't <laughs> serve us, and so what we did <gasps> no! was we we called an Uber. No, Can't just so line. you could get food. We called an Uber. We got in the Uber, ordered food. Drove up to the window, got our food, got out. So hold on. And the guy was so mad, but, but we tipped him well. But wait, you know there's DoorDash. There, so they could have brought it to this you. Was, <laughs> in the parking lot. Long enough ago that I don't know that they might, I don't think they had it. Oh, yes, they didn't have it. There was no such now, thing. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome, <laughs> though. Let's get an Uber so they'll serve us classic. and you're standing in the parking so lot. we can eat our McDoubles. <laughs> Where are you taking me? Right there. <laughs> yeah. To that drive through right Literally there. Just drive us I'll through. give you a tip. Want a burger? <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. feed you. Paul McClure sing. with us this morning. This is his favorite song. <laughs> Tonight, Bethel Music, Greenville. Tomorrow, Raleigh, his radio.com. Rob and Liz, his morning crew. So we learned that Paul oh, man. flips houses, right? Yes. Yeah. A lot of renovating. Okay. Beautiful work. He sends his friends to a drive through to stand there to order, but they have to get an Uber yeah, and like to go through calls, there. Yeah. And uh, what else does Paul do? Well, you're a mechanic. I'm interested. <laughs> okay. You're right? You work on cars. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. My first job was a transmission shop in sweaty North Carolina. Really? Yes. How did you learn that trade? I you just, know everything. I do know right? everything except except how to delete old Instagram stuff. Apparently, yeah. that's the only well. Tell us about your days as a mechanic. Yeah, I mean, this I, is I mean, I was like pulling transmissions out, putting them back in. Um, you know, you used to be able to work on cars and fix them. Now, right? I mean, you can't do anything to cars because they're all electronic. But yeah, I just I was again. You know, when you're poor growing up, you just figure stuff out. So right. we were we were I grew up in a ministry family. Um, you know, where you live by faith is the whole thing. And so mm-hmm. we were always fixing our own cars and fixing our own houses and is there doing a the whole thing. that you want to work on? Is there one that you would There's love to not. Honestly, that's not that was a I'm glad I know stuff about cars, but that's not my thing. It's not a passion. So no, it's not, it's not like a passion. Go okay. buy a muscle I'll, car. I exactly. <laughs> I would the I would love one day to have like a fifties model Ford truck. But mm-hmm. but yeah, that's not three kid three small kids that I have, I don't have a whole lot of time for... Ain't nobody got time for that, Ain't right? nobody got That's time true. to be working yeah. on old trucks. So, okay, North Carolina, right? Yeah. This is where you're born and raised. Yes. Where does hockey come into play? Hockey? Did you play hockey? What else do we have? <laughs> is there hockey? Was there... I'm this trying to was, figure this out. I mean, this was 12, 13, 14 years ago. And you did hockey. I was a little lighter then, too, wasn't I? 
Maybe I should be playing hockey still. <laughs> well, tell I us about these days. Out. I mean, he flips houses, he works on cars, he plays hockey. I do. Man, I'm I'm really uh, impressed be, with me this morning. You should be. All the stuff that I've done. <laughs> Seriously. I was, yeah. in a, I was in a roller hockey league with a bunch of other What's a roller buddies. hockey league? Roller skates. So, yeah, just, huh? just roller blades. I did not know yeah, that was a it's thing. It's not cool, but I did it. <laughs> there you go. Listen, he's got a fascinating family. Yeah. And I think your son's an artist. And I love the palette that he uses <laughs> as an awesome. artist. Yeah. That's my buddy Ezra. He's eight now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we found him in the bathroom with mom's lipstick, and he just went to town on the everything. Toilet. He the wanted toilet, a man. new color scheme. He, he was following yeah. dad's footsteps. Sweet how, how, how'd you handle that? I don't know that I was home for this because mm-hmm. I'm kind of a clean freak, so I probably would have freaked out more for than my real? wife did. Oh, yeah. Look at that, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I oh, love yeah. that he has it on his forehead. He has so lipstick everywhere. on his hands, his forehead. He was into Sweet the renovation. Boy. So funny. Mm-hmm. So. Does he help with the renovations now? He does. Yeah? Yeah. I've, does he paint I better? Mean, I'm sure you've got pictures. He he He's really good at demo, putting holes in stuff. I bet. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And when he gets out the lipstick, take oh. it to the Watch walls out. Let him stuff, go. right? Let him go. Paul McClure, Summer Nights. The concerts are tonight in Greenville at Relentless Church. And then tomorrow in the Raleigh Clayton area at C3 Church. Tickets available. You can go online to hisradio.com. Dude, I love I Belong to Jesus. Oh, thank you. That latest song. I mean, where was this birthed from? Oh, man, this song has been a journey. We started writing this song in 2020. You guys remember 2020, that easy, fun year oh, we yeah. all had, yeah. 2020? We spent a lot of time at home and masks. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. No, um, but we we started writing that song with our, our buddy Sean Curran. Um, he came to Reading, and we wrote that bridge actually first, and it was really uh, a tough time when we started writing the song. We were going through a miscarriage at the time. Mm. And, you know, sometimes you write songs that are like ahead of where you even are. They, they feel prophetic. They feel like God's doing something. And so obviously that was a that was a Hannah ended up having a surgery that went really bad. Um, woke up in the ICU. Oh was, it was supposed to be a 30 minute. It was just. But long story short, um, through that season, we wrote this song about fear because we were experiencing so much fear. And I think I think we had kind of learned growing up, like just ignore the fear or, or don't talk about the fear. And it was really a season of kind of embracing the fear and taking it to Jesus and saying, God, it's not that I'm ignoring this or that it's not there because fear was at the forefront for all of us in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, but trying to write a song that was an identity statement of faith, of uh, fear will never conquer me. I belong to Jesus. So we're still on that journey of, of walking through that, but I think it's really important to to not ignore, but to acknowledge and take it to Jesus. And so that's what we're we're learning mm. in the season. Love Paul, it. thank you for the time. Oh, thanks for having I me. I cannot wait to see you tonight. Yeah, you I'm know? excited. It's gonna be a good night. It's gonna be. It a fun will night. be Relentless Church tonight. That starts at seven o'clock. Tickets will be at the door. You can go online to hisradio.com, and then tomorrow in Clayton at C3 Church. Box office is where you can get the tickets online at hisradio.com. And here are the McClure's great song. I belong to Jesus. It's his radio. Robin Liz. His morning crew. So uh, Liz had a very unique way that Mama woke her up. Or was it your dad? No, it was my mama. It was your mom. Yeah, I don't think my dad would have done it. My mom was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I told her to. I wanted to get to school on time. And I know me. I love to sleep. And so I said, okay, look, I need to get to school on time. And if you have a hard time waking me up, why it was her responsibility, I don't know. But I said, 
will you please just throw a glass of water in my face? Okay, how old were you? I was a senior, and then I was my first year of college, so I was a little... Okay, there's more responsibility, it sounds like, here. Right, but I was giving the responsibility to her. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a regret for me. Like, I shouldn't have done that. I, I had an alarm clock. And you told your mom to do what again? Throw a glass of water in my face. <laughs> One time. She did it, huh? She did it one time. And she told me, I'm going to do this. You told me to do this, which is a great way to handle it. You told me to do this. And when she did, like, I was not happy. (laughs) I could imagine. I haven't had the luxury of waking up my kids. Because, you know, I have an early morning thing I do. You're kind of (laughs) here. So it's it's Amy doing it all. I haven't heard any of the stories of, because I, I think they get up pretty well. Mine, I think they do. My boys didn't. And so every day, like even daycare, I would say, oh, it's a water day. Mm-hmm. Or it's the day I'm going to take you to Burger King and get your little Cinnabons or whatever they, they had at the time. Uh, and so every hmm. day I had something for them to look forward to. And they, yeah. Okay. We, we would go out for breakfast once she a week. She had a tactic. I did. Look at that whole strategy Mama Liz over here. Uh-huh. I don't, you know what? It'd be cool to hear some of the stories. Maybe you have one yourself. Uh, go ahead and call or text 800-447-7234. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. So back to school, waking the kids up. What is the technique to get them out of bed? Oh, my goodness. Irene texted and said, when our kids were younger, my husband had a bugle. Get out. And he would play the bugle to wake them up. And they would get so irritated that they would hide the bugle. He always found it. It was fun. I, that's I love that. I love I ran, that. Irene, your husband is just awesome. Tess texted and said, our dad, this currently happens, by the way, our dad just opens the door to our bedroom and lets the dog sit on us. That's perfect. But wait. Oh, Julie, Julie said, our wake-up tactic was yelling and crying, both kids and mom. Goodness, I don't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Teresa's here at 800-447-7234. What about you? I had five kids. In the summer, when it won't that bad, I would usually dress them the night before and just pull them to the car. (laughs) (laughs) And what else did you do? And during the school time, I would, in my worst audio audio voice, I would sing Jeremiah Was a Bullfrog. You have to sing it. Yeah, no, part, oh yeah. He was a good friend of mine. I, I never am. understood what he said, but I have oh. been drink his wine. <laughs> I am totally wide awake now. <laughs> Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Was a good friend of mine. Robin Liz. His morning crew. I don't know if you've ever been to a training camp for the NFL, but there's this long line and the players are going in and they're doing their camp and the fans are at the fence or the little gates that are there to, you know, get a high five or say hi or possibly an autograph. And here's this little toddler. She's got to be three, maybe. Oh, yeah. If that. (laughs) And she decided she's going to have a tea party. And so her mom and dad allowed her to bring the tea set. I mean, the little cups that you have toddlers do, you know, the the whole saucer, the saucer, the whole pretend tea. And so as the players are going by, she has a little cup in her hand and then says this. Would you like some tea? She says. (laughs) Players come by and sip out of the little cup and give the cup back. 
first of all, she's in a little Packers cheerleader outfit. Yeah. Which makes it super cute. She's got the big white bow in her hair. Uh, and she just puts the cup through the little gate, hands it up, and I'm so surprised. I shouldn't be surprised, but I kind of am, that almost every single player that comes by takes a little pretend sip of that cup. Yeah. It is cute. <laughs> I love she's doing that. And she's going to be a Packer fans for life. The sheets head and everything. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. These neighbors all of a sudden heard a child screaming. So they started running toward the screams. It's Rob and Liz, his morning crew on his radio. So all of a sudden they show up. And here's this little toddler, two years old, their neighbor's child, mm-hmm. with a snake in its mouth. Hanging from her teeth. Yeah. It it I don't even know how it happened. I don't know that we'll ever know how it happened. But a snake bit her on the lip. She wasn't going to take it. So she evidently picked the thing back up and bit it back. <laughs> she bit it until really hard. Until they was no more snake. <laughs> yeah, the snake passed away. <laughs> Amazing. The good thing is she's okay, mm-hmm. and they had to, t- you know, bring her to the hospital to make sure that she didn't have salmonella and all that other oh, stuff sure. from the snake mm-hmm. itself. But a toddler, tough as nails. Yeah. That wasn't around here, by the way. That was like on the other side of the planet. Exactly. And and thankfully, it wasn't like a poisonous snake. Right. But it doesn't matter. Black snake gets me on the lip. I'm like, right. Whoa. And like, this toddler just, uh, I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah. They actually said it wasn't like she was trying to be mean and get it back. Um, it was a reaction. I was like, snake bites you, you bite it back, that's a reaction? Rob and Liz. His morning crew. So there's this new mega rocket, and it's called the Artemis. And for the past, oh, I don't know how long, it's been traveling at the speed of one mile an hour (laughs) at Space Kennedy to get on the launch pad to do some testing with this thing. And at the end of the month, it's going to put the Orion spaceship into orbit, and it's going to go and swing around the moon and come back. So not landing? No, it's just Mm -hmm. a little test flight. Okay. With a, it's going to be unmanned, but this is going to be the type of ship that's going to bring man back to the moon. That's going to be exciting. It will be, because that was what, late 60s? Oh, gosh. That man was first on the moon. Right. I was thinking like the last time was maybe in the early 70s. Yeah. I mean, it was only over a couple of years from what I... Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. Lieutenant Dan, never made it. Right. Never did. What was the name of that movie? Apollo 13. That's it, Apollo 13, that never made it to the moon and then had that rough ride back. Such a good movie. Like, one of the guys was super sick during, uh, like, got the cold or got the flu or something like that during. It was crazy. I know. Great depiction of what happened with Apollo 13, right? Really, really. Yeah. Even though you knew the outcome, you're still on the edge of the seat. Yeah, right? That's how Ron Howard does his films. (laughs) Rob and Liz. His morning crew. Home Alone, I saw it just a couple weeks ago because of uh, Christmas in July. It was on television, and I watched it. I oh, love, really? I love that movie. That's almost a month ago. I know, but I was just thinking about it because a Home Alone-type house is up for sale. This thing is in Saginaw, Michigan, and it looks very similar to the McAllister's home from Home Alone. Really? So much so that the owners, um, a couple of years ago, I guess, put it up as an Airbnb and called it the Home Alone House. How did that go? You know, it went pretty well. Now, I think they only offered it up for like a a couple of weekends. And uh, the older brother from the movie, whom I can't remember his name in the movie, he hosted uh, the weekend, sort of like welcome people in. Oh, for real? Yeah. Well, nice. So the house is now up for sale. 
Oh, no longer an Airbnb. No longer an Airbnb. And I'm thinking in this housing market, it's which has been wild for the last six months or more, uh, this could be a really good deal, not just for your home, but you could turn it into something else, like a venue, because it's 16,000 square feet. That's a big house. That is a huge house. It has 80 parking spaces. A house has yes. 80 parking spaces? Like I don't know if maybe at one time it had been a venue, but... It it was built in 1916, but it's had an awful lot of like upgrades, remodels, sure. this kind of thing. Um, inside looks a little bit like the McAllister house, especially the staircase from Home Alone. Looks very similar uh, to the one from. That's yeah. crazy cool. Okay, so here's the deal: sixteen thousand square feet, eighty parking spaces, lot of land. Twenty bucks. No, not that good of a deal, because uh, I would have owned it. Uh, Three hundred ninety-nine thousand. Which is a big price tag. Uh, but for that house. For that house. That's a deal. Is Saginaw, okay, have you, Rob, been to Saginaw, Michigan? Mm-hmm. Okay, is it a nice place to live? Oh, and raise a family. There you, you go. You would love it. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. I don't think they've ever done this before at Chick-fil-A. It's Rob and Liz, his radio. They have egg bites. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be delicious, I think. I would think, because I love chorizo. Chorizo's going to be Is that how you say that? I looked at that and I said, what is that, chorizo? (laughs) I guess I was close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chorizo, I guess. And What is that? What is a chorizo? Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's sort of like sausage. Sort of. Oh, so sausage in an egg bite. But it's a little spicy. Because they have those at what? Starbucks? Those egg bites? Those egg bites, yeah. And those are like egg white bites, and then they have some they have that have several the yolk. flaves. Yeah, yeah. Over I love Starbies. I make them at home. Oh no way! Yeah, my so, wife has made them for me too. See, I love those. Well, they're full of protein, and I don't know what uh, your wife Amy puts in your little egg. egg bites. Just eggs? Oh no, I think a little bit of cheese. Okay. Because when I make mine, I'll put spinach and onions. She does that, too. No Salt onions, though. You don't want onions around me. Not at all. <laughs> I love so here's the thing. I got excited at first. I'm like, oh, good. Egg bites. A reason to go. Yeah. But no, there's only a few places they're going. And the closest to you would be Augusta and Aiken. And that's it. But I think. That's a drive. It is a little bit of a drive. Yeah. To get, you know, I'll just make them at home. But uh, I think they'll probably just test them out in those markets. And then if if we love them and we eat them up, then they might add them. That's not we. That's whoever's in Augusta. Well, true. But, you know, if you're traveling and you want to pick them up, you know. But but I say, you know, you can buy chorizo. You can buy cheddar. Make it yourself. Kind of make it yourself. There we go. Liz's (laughs) recipe will be posted somewhere. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. I think this sounds completely British. Chessington World of Adventures. Chessington. <laughs> They're opening now a Jumanji theme park. What is a Chessington? I don't know. It just sounds super British, doesn't it? It does. Chessington World of Adventures. Is this here? No, it's in the UK. Okay. So they're not saying if it's in England, Ireland, Scotland, you know, wherever. But it's going to be opening next spring. The World of Jumanji. Really? Yeah. And so there's not a whole lot of details 
about it, but I guess when you first, and these are all like artist renderings that we're getting right now, when you first walk in um, the, the front gate, there's going to be that Jaguar that's from, I think it's from Jumanji, the one with The Rock and Kevin Hart. I've never seen the movies. You haven't? Yeah, because there's one with Robin Williams and there's, there's another one with The Rock, right? Yeah, so yeah. the one with Robin Williams is the first one that came out, I want to say the 80s, maybe early 90s. I think you're I'm right. not really sure. Yeah. But the, the Rock, uh, they have two. I haven't seen the second one, I don't think. But I liked the first one. I thought it was a lot of fun. Okay. So it's going to, to me, it feels more that Jumanji. Because that's a totally different movie to me than the Robin Williams one. So that's all we have right now. We don't know anything about rides. Don't know anything about if they're going to have shows or how big it's going to be or how much. We just know it's going to exist. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm also thinking if it's opening in spring of 2023, that gives you like seven months. Eight months at tops to get this thing off the ground. And we don't even know where the rides are going to be. Yeah, they <laughs> got a lot it. of work ahead of them.